Hello and welcome to Getting My Life Together with me, your host, Rima Kari, a podcast series in which I interview a new expert every week about a certain area in my life, from mental health to love and communication, in order to figure out how to become a proper functioning adult. If you're an almost graduate like me or a 20-something-year-old still living at home, this is the podcast for you. What is the worst thing about being an adult? The hardest thing about adulting or... An adult is the expectations everyone holds on you. But I do worry a lot about my next step. I feel like that's the hardest thing. It causes so much anxiety and stress, and then you're stuck thinking, okay, but what's gonna happen? episode is something everyone needs to listen to at one point because we're talking all about love and communication especially in the digital age with love and relationship expert carol spears in your opinion as an expert how often do you think uh, relationships at a young age succeed okay i think that there are lots of um, challenges in relationships these days because technology seems to be taking over and people sometimes forget how to actually communicate one to one so i'd say maybe the millennials have more of a, of a greater challenge to that than people that are older so i'd say that uh, people are sometimes losing the capability of actually speaking face-to-face with somebody, communicating, engaging, watching body language. And, uh, so therefore, yes, I think there's maybe a greater chance of not succeeding because of that. Why do you think so many millennials struggle, struggle with building relationships, not only with lovers, but also with friendships and co-workers? Well, it could be because they are used to connecting with people in the outside world, meaning remotely. So lots of friends will become Facebook friends or Twitter friends who are not necessarily people they're relating to, but there are external, um, you know, online friends. And so therefore, when it comes to the stage of actually trying to communicate with somebody on a, you know, on an individual level, there could be challenges to actually do that because they're not used to it. They're used to just quick, quick texting um, or sending pictures or sending gifts to anybody. Um, so those sorts of things will play its part. So they don't necessarily have the experience of, of being faced one-to-one with, with somebody. So do you think um, the development of technology and more people using technology is kind of making them isolate themselves a bit? I think certainly. I think I think technology is making people feeling isolated um, in terms of individual relationships. It's very good to get to the wider group of people. You can get to somebody in Australia or South America whenever you want to, so they get that. But they're not necessarily meaningful relationships. So I think whereas it's great to have your online friends, but accept the fact that they are online friends and aren't necessarily going to be there for you in times of need or trouble. They are online friends. And as a community, that's where they are, but they're not, it's not what you call a close relationship. Um, from my personal opinion and from my personal experience, as a young person, I found that I have a lot of trouble with commitment. And from talking to other people my age, they tend to have a lot of uh, trouble with commitment. Do you think that's because um, at this stage in life uh, and at this age, you kind of just don't know where you are and you're in different places at once, so you can't really focus on another person? 
I think that when people are younger, they are looking at the world being their oyster, which it is, and so therefore are used to being able to try everything as and when they want to. They're used to the fact that their world is at their fingertips, and it is. And so therefore, you're asking somebody to commit to something. That's quite a heavy, that's quite a heavy number because they're going to have to be thinking, well, do I actually want to be tied down? Do I want to have a relationship that's going to tie me down? I want my freedom. And I think that maybe a lot of people these days are looking for that freedom, that flexibility, and not being, and really just the adventure and what bringing, you know, continually having that openness and, and as I say, as that, that freedom, I think it's going to be what a lot of people are looking for. How can um, a lack in communication skills or a lack of commitment affect someone's day-to-day -day life in the future? I think that a breakdown in communication skills or the inability to communicate will affect people in terms of personal life, in terms of their, in terms of their work as well. Either way, wherever you are, whether you're home or whether you're at work, you need to actually know how to build relationships, get on with people, engage with somebody. And so therefore engaging, having building rapport, being able to summarize what somebody says, being interested in them as a human being, will make a huge difference to whether you're at home or whether you're at work. And I think that work certainly could uh, improve in terms of being, offering greater skill sets to people who are actually going to be working with them insofar as if we increase the skill set, the communication skill set, of individuals is going to help people to actually thrive in the workplace as well. Um, what are some uh, small steps that people can take to improve their communication skills? Look, there are many courses around that one can take. There are many online courses. There are many books to read. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of people to listen to, a lot of motivational speakers who talk about communication. But realistically, you know, one could go to a local class near to where you live. It could be Uh, I don't know what it's going to be. It could just be an evening class. It could be a day class. It's really what's most important is to recognize that you need to build your communication skills and the value of it. Once you actually appreciate the value and the benefits of, of communicating, of improving your communication skills, then it's a matter of finding out what's available. There are plenty of online coaches uh, for people who actually want to do that. So therefore, if you don't want to leave, leave your office or leave your home or leave your room, Uh, then you can do that quite ably. First of all, you need to actually recognize the need, and second of all, then, is to find out who's going to be actually available. And as I say, plenty, plenty of online coaches are. And third of all, is to maintain and be committed to doing something about it. But you'll only be committed to doing something about it if you actually see the return on investment for yourself, um, if you actually do it. You have to see the value. Do you think uh, it's important to start um, making changes in helping this area at this young age, or is it completely normal to feel this way at, like, uh, say, the age of 20? I would start building communications with children. I think that's exactly the right place to start, to making sure that people actually do understand each other, have a greater idea of how important it is to communicate from one person to another. There's going to be ups and downs in any relationships, whether you're in the school, the playground, or when you go to college, or first year of work, it doesn't make any difference. I would start communication skills as a parent. You start teaching your children to communicate, take your phones away at dinner time, make sure that there's a, a phone-free zone, make sure people are speaking, you're not just staying in their rooms 24 
seven and not sitting around a table and talking. Some of the old fashioned um, some of the old fashioned things to do as well, let's sit around a table and talk or let's play Monopoly. Anything. It's anything that gets you to communicate that's outside of the tele outside of the phone and outside of technology. Technology is great. It gives us exactly what we want, but it also actually detracts us from a lot of uh, actual learning for our own emotional intelligence. So because I'm doing this podcast to kind of try and diff help different areas in my life, I've been trying to set up challenges. So for my mental health, I've, I've started to journal, but I'm kind of stuck with what type of challenge I should do to help with like my relationships and uh, my love life and uh, my friendships. Um, so can I ask you to kind of help me choose a small challenge for me to do and for anyone who's listening that they can also do to help in this area? I think that find, think of somebody that you'd like to speak to, that you'd like to connect with and to engage with and set yourself the task of actually doing that and the steps along the way to, to, to opening up that conversation. That's what you're wanting to do. You're wanting to speak to somebody, you're wanting to grow a relationship, whether it's home, whether it's work, whether it's your love life or whether it's actually going to college. It doesn't make any difference. Who is it that you would like to start talking to? And the first and foremost is to be interested in that person and to start that communication. Start the communication by saying you are interested in them as a person. Uh, you're not going to say those words, but to actually ask some open questions. If you don't know what the open questions are, look them up in different books and find out the kind of questions to ask. The key to any communication is to be interested in another human being together with being interesting yourself. It's great. I think I've always kind of had that in the back of my head. It's just it's a, a matter of fear of reaching out to another person. And it's also like kind of feeling like, oh, I, I wouldn't reach out to them until they reach out to me. Do you think that's wrong? No, I don't think it's wrong at all. I think reaching out, a lot of people don't know, they don't know how to do what we're talking about. So therefore, they don't have that communication skill set. They don't have the communication skills. It doesn't mean they're not nice people. They wouldn't like to get to know you, but they don't know how to make that initial inquiry. They don't know how to make that initial conversation with how to have that initial conversation with you. So therefore, you may have to do it for them. So that really is what we're looking about. So you take the first step, you be proactive, and then take that on to the next stage. Thank you. Uh, I hope anyone who's listening as well can also maybe join me in doing this because it is a scary thing to do but it also would probably help um so i think that's uh, all the questions that i have is there anything that you would want to add any advice you'd want to give to anyone who's listening in i think that communicating is key to every single thing that we do whether you're walking down the road and talking to somebody that's walking the dog whether you're talking to a college professor whether you're talking to your boss in industry it is absolutely key if you want to be successful in life, the better the communicator, the more successful you will be. The person that, if, you, if I'm looking at two people who are coming for a job and they've both got the same qualifications, one person can communicate and engage and gives me eye-to-eye -eye contact and the other person doesn't, you can tell from what I'm saying as to which person's going to get the job. Communications is everything. It can, it is a skill set. It can be taught. And it should be there. That is some, it is a skill set that is available for everybody to pick up and use for their own benefit. Not just for now, but throughout their lives when they become parents, they become grandparents. Further down the line is to say this is a skill set. It doesn't matter where we are with technology. People are people. People like to be thanked. People like to feel valued. 
And so therefore, in any communication, make sure that's what you do. Very wise words. Um, before I say goodbye, um, I want to just give you some promo. Is there any social media you'd like to plug in? Uh, any way that people can reach out to you? Sure. You've got the Love and Relationship Expert site uh, together with my social medias at The Stress Guru. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you talking to me and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Make sure to follow the podcast on all social media at Getting My Life Together UK on Instagram and at GMLT UK on Twitter. You can also subscribe to the podcast both on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud to get a notification every time a new episode is out that you don't want to miss. You'll want to keep your eyes wide open for the next episode where I'll be interviewing an expert on sleeping patterns and meditation. So in case you're having any trouble sleeping, this is going to be the episode for you. See you next time. Bye.